going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of What Are We Missing? It's your boy Wes with my boy Josh. We are the chosen ones. And we have a special guest from Alabama AM, Grand Rapids' very own Emmanuel Tommy. What's going on, bro? What's going on? What's going on, man? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good, man. I'm good over here. Yeah, bro. Cannot complain at all. Um, looking forward to Christmas break. So I know I'll be chilling with the fam. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Always good. Always yeah. good. Yeah. So I know Christmas is different for college basketball teams and coaches. What's it look like for y'all this year? Uh, we'll be at Georgia Tech. Play them on the 23rd. Um, so we'll be there 22nd, 23rd. Then we'll get the guys off uh, 24th to the 27th. And then we play Lipscomb on the 30th. Um, okay. So it's, it's it's go, go, go. You know, yeah. Christmas break ain't really Christmas break. Right. Nah. For sure. Like, I don't get no break for real. Yeah. Nah, hey, <laughs> it's a year round. No chance. Yeah. Not yeah. if you're working. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I remember our last year playing at Grand Valley. I don't know if the Division Two or the GLIAC, GLIAC um, made the rule of, like, you got to have – a week off during the um christmas break and i thought it was the best thing in the world until that, <laughs> until that first day of practice back dog. oh like, man that was bad yeah so i told myself oh, i'm gonna stay in the gym i'm gonna i'm gonna hit the treadmill i'm gonna try to keep my win but nah it ain't the same it's not the same <laughs> it's not it's not so cool man well before we get started in the questions we love to kind of uh warm our guests up with a, a couple icebreaker questions you want to hit that first one josh yeah <clears throat> all right so who's your favorite player to watch right now and it can be any level honestly i'm just you know i'm just a basketball junkie so to me it don't really matter who what when where how <laughs> as long as i'm watching basketball you know what i'm saying You're good. Like, like like i'm good i'm good yeah. obviously you love watching the LeBrons because he's 37 years old and he's still got all that power and still yeah. moves like crazy. Mm -hmm. You like watching Steph because he's doing special things. But, you right. know, the level I'm at, you know, being in the SWAC, I've got to watch SWAC teams and high major teams. So so I get a little bit of everything, you know. And, and to be honest, um, as much basketball as I do watch, it's more focused on, you know, scouting, you know. Is it the first full game that I actually got to watch college basketball wire to wire was that Duke Gonzaga game. That's okay, the first okay, okay. Yep, that's the first game I got to watch. And, hey, I'm glad I watched it. That, that, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, nice, man. Manchero, nice. he's trying to, yeah, he gives Chet, me the same Chet, vibe. He's straight too. Oh, yeah, Chet's nice. Chet's yeah. real nice. He's thin, but he's nice. Yeah, yeah boy's play. I always, like I always get worried, man. I'm like, I'm like, this dude's gonna break his leg one day. Like, I just feel like he's so skinny, but he is nice. Yeah, he's nice. I like Benchero though, man. I like the fact that you know, being six ten, he can get that ball off the rim and he can start your break. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. You know, if I ever get a team one day that's my own. Like that's that's how I'm recruiting. Yep. Big guys who can start things fast. You know what yep. I mean? He gives me the same feels that Suggs kind of gave me last year for Gonzaga. Yeah, you know, if if things go their way, I th I think they can make a deep run because you know, eat that good, good right. stud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. 
You can go. For sure. All right, man. Um, are you a movie watcher? Uh, I am when I, you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel like I don't got much time for anything anymore. Yeah. That's basketball and my team. So right. Right. other than that, um, but you know, the, the movie, my all time favorite right now, that's been probably for many, many years, Glory Road, you know, mm, uh, right? yeah. Hey, Glory Road is big time to me, man. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just like the story, you know, the line of the story, the feel, and then, you know, you get to the end of it and then, yeah. you know, you, you, you do the impossible, you know, yeah. you, yeah. you want to live it one day. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, for sure. Dog, my favorite part, um, obviously it was in the national championship game where, um, they kind of blew the game open. Um, Bobby Joe saved the ball out of bounds and he threw it behind the back. And, he, and uh, yeah, he landed on Kentucky's coach and they took that yep, picture. Yep. Yeah, my man dunked it and like posed for the camera. Dog, goosebumps Turned every up. time, bro. Goosebumps hey, that's what time. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I like that movie because you get goosebumps from it. Hey, yeah. all day. Uh, all day. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Um, so yeah, bro, man, you have so far just like a great coaching career. Um being at some some dope schools so we would love to talk to you just about the journey that you've been on so far from Godwin to Western you know to now um so talk to us about mm -hmm. your coaching journey um starting with Godwin and, and what were some of the important things that you've kind of learned at each stop you know obviously when we were at Godwin um when I was at Godwin we had a whole lot of success obviously you guys know from being from that area yeah. um I mean, we were kind of the west side of the state, you know, yep. for six years I was there. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing with those guys, they love basketball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So so it was easy for those guys to be in the gym, to work, to get better, you know. And for me, I, I loved it so much because I was able to work on my craft. You know what I'm saying? At that level, <clears throat> you're not really recruiting. You know, you, you take what you get mm -hmm. and then you mold them how you want. So, yeah. you know, that, and that was a big deal for me. You know, I took that, I took that seriously, you know, that, that player development piece of it and, you know, working with, you know, my boy, Coach Whittemore, Coach Conklin, you know, those two, they, they were great people. And, you know, our, our whole thing was always the team, the team, the team. So, you know, obviously we had a bunch of studs, but we had several guys. We had four or five guys who were having the double figures. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously Marquise and um, Lamar, those guys are at, Western Michigan playing together, which is cool to see. Yep. Um, uh, Marquise Mayfield, he won the national championship at Fair State. Bears, yeah. You know, um, Christian Rodriguez is the all-time assist leader at Cornerstone right now. Yeah, uh, you know, Delaney Blaylock went D2, probably should have went D1. Yeah, um, he had a great didn't. career. A great you know, and then goes yeah. D2 and decides to have a great career. And now, he's, yeah. you know, he's still playing professional ball. Yeah. You know, so yeah. – um, We've had a lot of guys, got a lot of guys that came through there that, that were passionate about basketball. So to be honest, you know, it, it, it made our jobs easy, you know, yeah. it made our jobs so easy. Um, but I always knew I wanted to get back to the division one level. I started the GA, um, 07, 2010 at Western Michigan university. Um, and, and I, at that point, I kind of knew like, I, right, you know, I want to be a head coach. You know, I got to figure this thing out. 
graduate, start coaching high school, which which was fine. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't, you know, getting back to the division one level. People don't know it's, it's, it's a lot harder than you think. It's, it's, it's hard to be a division one basketball coach. That's that's the first thing that people need to understand. I want to go this route. It's yeah. extremely hard. Um, once you get your chance, though, you know, you, you roll with it. But, you know, going to that high school level, and I coached AU. You know, I coached with Cam Darrell, uh, coached with the Grand Rapids Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, got to coach guys like Devin Booker at the Grand Rapids Storm. And, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he his form was always so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I'll tell you what, man. Like, his, his <laughs> form as a 15-year-old, like his form was so pretty. You just, you yeah. just, you just, you just like watching him because it was just like, oh my goodness, like that kid, oh my god, like, yeah. like he's got it. Sure enough, yeah, he, he, he got he, it. He, yeah, he definitely got it. <laughs> he definitely got it. Yeah. But but coaching in those grassroots, you know what I'm saying? Where you where you coach AU and you wake up and you're just coaching the game. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no real strategy too you going out you drawing things up on your own you seeing what works you figuring it out yeah. that to me kind of is what helped me and shaped me into you know being the best coach that I can be you know yeah. obviously the other stuff you continue to work at and then you go to God when you have a lot of success you won a state championship the year I actually won a state championship what most people don't know is I was also coaching at Grand Rapids Community College oh wow so I was wow. so I, yeah I was just wow. coach at GRCC Grinding. And coach of that guy White. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you what. So you gotta drive the van. We're driving to the other side of the state in the snow. Yeah. Um that's when I knew knew, like I always knew, but when I was able to handle, you know, juggle that, shuffle that, and have the success on both ends, you know, there wasn't anything that, you know, as far as basketball and coaching, um, mm-hmm. that I couldn't do. So from that aspect, you know, it was it was it was fun. It's a basketball, coaching basketball, pouring into young men's lives. You know, that's always been a passion. You know, that's so. You know, my guys, <laughs> my guys now. They, sometimes they think I'm crazy because you know they, I'm always I always got a coffee cup, you know, or I'm coming in there with a Mountain Dew, and it, I just got so much energy. And they're just like, Coach, man, why y'all look? I can't complain about this life. You know, yeah. I, I walk into a gym every day. Right. You know, I get I get to see these kids, you know, I, I get to talk to them, coach them up. Like, I can't wake up and complain about anything I do because I love what I do, you know. Right. So right. I, I can't see too many coaches that can get up and complain about their lifestyle. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Um, so obviously you go coach there. I go I've been going to the final four every year, probably since 2010. Mm. One year, you know, trying to get back to the college level, you try to figure out, you know, what can you do? You know, yeah. how do you get back to the level? You know, other than obviously know people. One of the things that you know, a lot of people that you talk to in this business are going to say, you know, work camps. Well, I wasn't one that wanted to work a ton of camps. You know what I'm saying? So I specifically wanted to work like, you know, one camp and then keep working that one camp for several years. You know, kind of building a relationship with that one staff. Mm-hmm. So at that Sounds- time, you know what I'm saying? At that time, I knew. All right, look, I want to work this. I want to work Kentucky camp. I want to work a John Calipari camp. You know, how do you go about that? One, one uh, final four when I was in Texas, one of the final four, in Texas, you know, I meet Joe Justice. You know, we exchange contact information and that's how it happens. You know, he gives me Will Barton's number, who's the ops guy at Kentucky. I email him. Next thing you know, he's emailing me back. I'm working at Kentucky for a month or mm-hmm. not a month. I like 
it was crazy. Like I, I was there for at least three weeks, mm-hmm. just doing several camps back to back yeah. to back to back. Um, which and, and it was good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To see to see those other coaches, high level coaches, you know, just right. just in their element. You know, you see their players and and how they operate. I mean, if you want to, to me, if you want to be at that type of level, you got to be able to watch people at that level. So yeah. so I intentionally, you know, went into something like that so I can see how people operate. You know, right? You know how do they operate? You know how do they get to this point? Like all mm-hmm. that stuff matters. You know, you got to be yeah. willing to learn watch and observe so i started working those camps um and then in between one of those camps i worked those camps for three years and then one year i did um john thompson uh jt3's camp over at georgetown um which was and and this that camp will always i'll always remember that camp because big john big john was there so this was oh, big man so oh man man, you know hey exactly hey legend Legend. Yeah. So, so you gotta yeah. think, you know, somebody who's a, who's a young coach, you know, he he's an icon. Like, yeah. how many times have you guys seen that picture of uh, of him hugging AI? Yeah, you know, all over there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's mm-hmm. a lasting legacy. So, so to be able to Especially see him there, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, to see him there, I was kind of in awe. You know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, you look up to those type of guys, and right. I, and honestly. I probably only had about a minute conversation with him. And, and I mean, that was it. Cause I wasn't going to bother the man. Like yeah. he looked like, you know, he an OG, you know, he's just chilling. <laughs> you know, he don't want nobody messing with him. Right. So literally I, I walk up to him and I'm just like, look, man, hey, my name is Emmanuel Tommy. I just want to introduce myself to you. Thanks for everything you've done to this game. Pointed to this national championship banner. Like, Hey, that was big time coach. Really, yeah. really appreciate what you've done. And as I'm coming up to him, this is before I said he's kind of mean mugging me though. Like, what's yeah. this little dude? What, <laughs> what do you want to come? Boy, if you don't get to work, <laughs> loosens up by the end of this 30 seconds. And thank you. He says, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Now, now, yeah. now get to that, you know, make sure I'm getting these guys to look. <laughs> he said, he said, you know what I'm saying? To get back and, to and, work. And, yeah. And, and to me, that, that was the coolest, that was one of the coolest experiences as far as basketball that um that i've ever had you know just yeah. just be able to meet him and and then i'm just like yeah man, dang, man i gotta yeah. got win the championship now this dude over here watching like shoot we gotta we coach him up and <laughs> right. sure, sure enough it went down but that's neither here nor there but the fact that i was able to meet him and then obviously rp to him and he he passes you know a few years later like that was for me that was a surreal moment as far as in in my coaching career and that yeah. was before I even had gotten back to the D1 level. Um, so from there, uh, I actually took a job. So I was coaching at Godwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, took a job at Center College. So what was, was it D3. like? Sorry, Go I didn't ahead. mean to interrupt. What was it like leaving Godwin, especially, you know, having so much success there and being there for so long? What was that like for you? It was hard because it's my alma mater. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying, and you're working with people that you like really, really, really care for. You know, like I was in Tyler's wedding. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Like you're working with people you really care about. You work with kids you really care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was hard, but at the same time, I knew if 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 I wanted to be a Division One, you know, basketball coach, like I, I had to take this opportunity. You know, and and it was a Division Three opportunity. But I mean, the kicker, you know, my guy, Will Barton, who's at uh, Kentucky, he, he helped me get the job because he knew Greg Mason mm. and the job only paid me $7,500. Wow. 
Man, a year? Hey, $7,500. And talk to the people, oh, you got to grind if you want to be a coach. Look, for real. Man, and, and, Working and for peanuts. And people don't, and people don't understand man. that. You know, I, I, I hopped up and was like, you know, had some faith in myself, bet on myself and understood, yeah. all right, I've got to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And I took that chance. And yeah. we had a lot of success that year. You know, I won a championship, a lot of success. And yeah, trust me, the story gets a little crazier now. So after that year, you know, I, I meet I meet Amaro Morgan down at the Final Four. Amaro's at South Alabama, all right? So I talk to him, and I, I start talking to him, and he tells me they've got a position open. And essentially, this position is an unpaid position. Oh. <laughs> say you said something though that i don't know if you would you know want to just unpack that a little bit more for the people you said you know betting on yourself is when i hear that um you have to have a certain type of mentality that is like all right i mean it's it's me against the world like people i gotta believe in myself you know and so just unpack that mentality that you have like as a coach but then also as a player too and like how you get that I think it's all about that chip on your shoulder, you know. Um, for me, my my route wasn't going to be the same because I didn't play. I played high school basketball, you know, mm-hmm. but I didn't play college basketball. So my route wasn't going to be the same as a lot of these other coaches, you know. So so I knew my grind had to be different, you know. My my mentality had to be different. My work ethic had to be different. Um, my, my focus, you know, it's got to be – you got to have laser, laser focus. When you're trying to do something, you got to have laser focus. More importantly, though, you got to make sure you're setting goals and, and you hold yourself accountable to those goals, you know, and, and when you're doing that, you know, good things happen. But, you know, one of the one of the things, you know, 
people will say about me is I'm I'm ultra positive. That's one of the biggest things. Like I'm positive. I'm always positive. Like it doesn't matter if something bad happens. If I was to tell you, you know, every time I've reached out to a coach before I got to this D1 level, you know, the uh, you know, let me talk to you. Can I work for you? You know, there's a there's a lot of times you're not going to get responses. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's easy to just quit, or it's yeah. easy to just be like, all right, you know, screw it, screw it. But that's not the case. You know, if right. if you know, being being an African American male, I mean, as you guys know, like we're already a little behind, and that's just reality, yep, and and yep. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but your mentality can't be all right because I'm an African American, I can't work. You know, your mentality's got to be because I'm this, I need to work even harder. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and the harder you work, I'm I'm a firm believer. If you work hard, I mean, somebody's gonna take notice. And always work. And this is the biggest thing for me, and I think this is why I've had to just uh, always work like somebody's watching. Yeah, you know, so somebody that's that's how I've always approached everything. You know, somebody's right. like I've I try to be professional in everything I do because mm-hmm. I assume that somebody's watching. Somebody who might want to give me a job one day or help me out in some other way it doesn't matter what it is, but somebody is always watching you. So you need to make sure you know you're 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 professional in everything you do. Um, that chip keep keep the, for players keep that chip on your shoulder. You know, yeah. a lot of those Grand Rapids players. You know, I, I know I know you guys. You know, and and at the end of the day, some of them are probably thinking, ah, oh, well, coach ain't recruit. Well, what the one thing that a kid should never ever assume is a coach don't know what they're doing. Mm. You know, a coach ain't watching, or a coach don't see their stats, or a coach don't see their social media. So just because. I may or may not be speaking to some of you as much as you would like because I'm ultra busy. Uh, it's mm-hmm. ultra crazy right now. Yeah. Don't mean I'm not following your success or your progress. <laughs> you Absolutely. know, that's for sure. Absolutely. Man, that's good stuff. A lot of wisdom yeah. there, bro. No, I appreciate that. Um, so, yes, continue to talk about, um, you know, where you're at now um, down there in Alabama. Um so you talked about how you got there. Uh, so let's talk about like how you're there now and um, your players and the type of coach that you are. Um, so like, you know, we're coach, we see coaches that are the crazy one, right? Or we see coaches that are um, the ones that bring you to the side, the coaches that are, you know, make you feel good about yourself, encourage you. What type of coach are you to these guys? Um, A little bit there? of everything. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit of everything and, and, and a lot of them are going to tell you, I, I, I talk a lot of smack to them too. Okay. You know, so, so you get a little bit of everything, but you got to be able to bring them to the side. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to show them you care about them. You got to be able to show them you love them because at the end of the day, you know, I, I call this generation of kids, I call them trust kids. Once they know that you trust them or they trust you, they will run through a wall for you. And, and that's just the reality. Once, once they know that, you really actually do care about them, not just on the court, because it's the court is the court, but there's there's that mental space, you know, there's that headspace that they all got. And, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on in their lives. And especially at the college level, you know, you got girlfriend, you got parent, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on outside of basketball that can affect the kids' basketball play on the court. You know, so you've got to be able to, you got to be able to manage both, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, 
I'm tr- I'll say there was a time in my day when I was coaching early like when I was a crazy, crazy yeller. Crazy, 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 crazy yeller. Yeah. But you know, I, I don't need to be that anymore. I, I need to, I'll raise my voice when I need to raise my voice. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is, you know, understanding each individual kid because each individual kid isn't the same. You know, right. you got to be able to understand which buttons this kid is being pushed by, which buttons this kid is being pushed by, what yeah. you can or cannot say to this kid. You got to be able to operate in, in, you know, the good ones that do it. You got to be able to operate in many different realms because, sure. you know, that a lot of these kids, and I've dealt with every every type of kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so key, bro. That is so key. Learning every kid and how they operate. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like every coach should like at least, at least take psychology or have a t- some type of psychology degree uh, to know how yeah. like, the mind operates and know how people operate. So yeah, I feel like uh, you see that a lot in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, coaches yep. they they realize that all right, I can't I can't go at I can't go at Dennis Rodman. How I'm going at, uh, you know, Steve Kerr or you know stuff like that. But um, sometimes um, in college, you know, like you say, you got it, um, you know. But you know, sometimes you know, there's, there's just like a system, and then like coaches, sometimes they don't know how to build that trust and how to talk to different types of players, and then they, yeah. you know, end up yeah. losing it. So. That's key. That's key. key. And and the thing about me, I get along with everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. you know, treat people how you want to be treated, man. You don't know what anybody's going through, you know? So, so I try to be mindful of that. And I just, just try to respect these kids, you know, because I want them to respect me. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's a a two way street, you know, it's a two way street. Yeah. And and to me, that's 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 the biggest thing. Um, sorry. Huntsville, you know, you guys talked about down here. Huntsville, beautiful city, mm-hmm. growing city. They're they're saying it's probably going to be the biggest city in Alabama. Um, couple years, it's it's growing. I, everywhere I look, something new's going up. You know, wow. it, it's beautiful. You know, I, I I go down and I'm riding down the parkway to work, and you know, I I see mountains. You know, so Man. so I can't complain. We're getting a seventy million dollar basketball facility that's going up next next year. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. That's you know, so as far as you know, people people think uh, HBCU and you know the the thing you know one of one of the, you are, the the myth that you know you talk about later or whatever, but is you got to go high major in order to be a pro mm-hmm. or to have success. No, you don't got you don't have to. If you're special, you're special. Yeah. You know, it, it, it don't matter where you're at. You know, right. if, if you go out and you're at an HBCU, a mid-major, low-major, high-major, it don't matter. If you're going out and, and you're performing, somebody's going to find you. Yeah. Somebody's going to see you, you know. And I, I, think, yeah. I think a lot of parents get caught up with people who tell them their kid is XYZ. You know, yeah. their kid is a pro. Mm-hmm. You know, your kid, your kid is this. Your kid is that. And they get caught up in that so much they don't they don't they, they they're tunnel vision you know they yeah. don't see the bigger they don't see the bigger picture you know there, right. there's a bigger picture and when you get to this level if you're good enough and you're special you're look man i we're at alabama AM and i've played seven or eight games already and every one of my games i'm on espn and i'm getting text messages from people Screenshot it. Oh, it's all you on TV. So you, you're going. You're that's what I'm saying. You're going to be seen. 
<laughs> you know, you're yeah. going to be seen. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't matter where you're at. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go go where you're wanted. You know, that's yeah. the biggest thing I say. Go where you're wanted. Go where the mm-hmm. coaches, you know, have a plan for you. Um and then you obviously got a transport transfer portal, but we can get into all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, Josh and I, we talk all the time about w- how we wish we would have considered an HBCU back yeah. in the day. Because, um, yeah. man, I feel like every day I see like a video on social media of something going on at HBCU and it looks mm-hmm. extremely hype. So what's that energy like? Did you go to a homecoming game this year? What, what what's it like down there? I was actually in Dallas recruiting um, for oh. homecoming, but I did go to the football game, and okay. it's it's unreal. Like it's it's a uh, you know because I had never been to HBCU before I got here either. Everybody yeah. told me about it, you know. And, <laughs> and then you get to it, and then you experience it. it it's just you can't explain it till you actually mm-hmm. see it. You know mm-hmm. the vibe. Mm-hmm. You know the vibe. The the energy. It's just real, and, and the kids they love to be here. Yeah. You know, there's 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 parties. They're not parties, but they get-togethers out on our quads. You know, a couple times a week when they're out there, line stepping, all kinds yeah, of stuff, man. You know, oh, I'm, like, I'm I'm telling you, the atmosphere, yeah. the atmosphere is definitely definitely college atmosphere. You enjoy it, yeah. Uh, and and the, and the kids, you know, they're, they're good kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not really dealing with kids where you think, man, right now, HBCU, get bad. No, you're, you're not dealing with any of that stuff, man. Yeah. We're dealing with good kids, especially here. I know here, Alabama A&M, we're dealing with some really, really good kids, both student athletes and regular students. Very, very respectful. Yeah. And, you know, I, my time here has been, in the five months that I've been here, I, I love it. I love it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely love it. Wouldn't trade this experience. And, you know, a lot of people before I took the job, oh, yeah, you know, HBCU, you know, hard to move up out that level. And again, that, that's where that the chip on my shoulder, like yeah. them telling me that I shouldn't be doing something is you telling me, all right, I'm going to show you how this is going to go. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. and that's the mentality that, you know, that that I have. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, you've that's been dope. De- yeah, you've been defying the odds from the very beginning. So. Why can't you do it again? Man, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, living life, living life, and enjoying. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, so you mentioned you're in Dallas recruiting. Um, so let's let's kind of slide into that recruiting topic. Um, so in your experience, your years of experience coaching and, and evaluating players, um, like especially now, like what are you looking for most out of players as you're trying to recruit? So I'm looking in my, and for me, what position they are, what can they do outside of that position? So point guard, obviously most of your point guards are handling the ball. They can shoot, they can pass. Can he rebound? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking for guys who can do things outside of their position. Cause I want a rebounding guard. I want a rebounding point guard. I love guards who can rebound. You know why? Cause then they can get my boards off the defensive end and then we can just push that thing and play and go. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't got to worry yeah. about the outlet. I don't got to worry yeah. about the banana cut. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. so I want guards when I'm looking at guards, I'm looking at, are they tough? Gotta be tough. Cause you know, toughness is something. I guess you can kind of teach it, 
But if you come in with it, you know, it's a lot easier. You know, a tough kid is a tough kid. Yeah, yeah. A tough kid is a tough kid. Yeah. Um, Skill level, what kind of skill they got. Um, As far as point guards, if I'm going to, you know, a four or five, can they dribble? And the reason for that, I want big guys who can bust out dribble. Mm -hmm. Because, again, my break is starting faster. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ben Chero, my break is starting right. faster. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's the type of things I'm looking for outside of, you know, their skill set. What, what can they do outside of their skill set? And right. then as of late, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, uh, I want guards who, who don't, who have a never settle mentality. Like I want guards who live in the paint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, sometimes you can get guards who, you know, they play with the ball out there and they got a lot, you know, I, less is more for me. You know, less is more for me. Can you get from point A to point B in one dribble? You know, and with that being said, my, my next thing is power. You know, what kind of power do they have? You know, can they get from one end to the other end in three dribbles? You know, yeah. can they do it in four dribbles. You know, power to me is the biggest thing. That that's been like my new fascination. I would say the last couple of years, just just how powerful a guy is. You know what I'm saying? You think guys like Zion, those type of guys. You know what I mean? Like yep. those guys have so much power. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. In what they do. You know, and and I feel like a lot of those NBA guys, they don't look like they're moving as fast, but they're covering <laughs> so much ground. So much ground. You know. What I'm saying because yeah. covering so much ground because of the power that they got. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at LeBron. Yeah. I mean, I want to say I, I probably saw maybe two or three years ago I saw LeBron go end to end in three dribbles. <laughs> and then three dribbles, what? Yeah, are you Man. kidding? That's like, that, That's the type of stuff that I'm looking for because I know if you got that, you know, especially power, toughness, um, you got a chance. You know, because because we can. We can teach you. We can teach you some things. We can we can work on the gym, you know. Yeah. We can work on the gym, but you you also want some. You want gym rats, you know. If we're yeah. if we're talking now, I'm I'm talking more. I guess I'm saying more high school right now. Yeah. You know what I'm, you yeah. know, you know what I'm saying. I guess I yeah. guess I'm speaking more high school right now. Right. Um, right. Because you know, with the transfer portal, that's kind of you know the reality. The reality for the high school kids is. You know, there's 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 a lot of college basketball coaches who who like older or yeah. experienced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 how can you not? It's going to be hard for college basketball coaches to not take a guy who's already been in the college level and played right. as Day opposed one. to a to a high school kid who's coming out of high school who hasn't played at this level. Yeah. So that's one of the things as as, as parents and, and high school kids, you need to understand that, you know, cause, yeah. cause that's important to understand because you may, you may end up getting recruited a little later than you might like, if, if, if that makes sense. It might not right. be, it might not be signing right away as opposed to, you know, you might end up signing, you know, April, May, June. After, yeah. you know, some guys, some coaches figure out, you know, maybe I didn't get this transfer or, or whatever that case may be. Like, I don't I don't have an issue with the transfer rule. Like, I, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, for me as a small school or any low major, like, I think that just means you should go out your way to recruit a couple of kids who you might not or you, you shouldn't get. 
Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the reality is they may go higher and it might not work out. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's right. over a thousand, there's over a thousand transfers. Yeah. Right. So it might not work out. So, you know, you're, you're building that rapport, you're building that relationship. And on the back end, you may end up getting that kid. Yeah. You know, so so you can't be, yeah. I mean, you, you, you gotta be able to adapt in this situation. There's coaches that may be like, ah, I don't like this rule. I don't. And there's coaches who who love it because they know how they're going to use it. Yeah. I don't care either way. Like I'm cool with it. You know, I'm going that and I'm going to figure out what I need to do to make sure that I'm good and my teams are good and our teams are good. Yep. Right. Like, what would you say, what would you say high school kids can do to get ready for, for college so that what you just were talking about, you know, doesn't happen to them um, in terms of a, coach overlooking them for a transfer or something. What, what can high school kids do to like be ready day one? Make sure your body's right. You know, make sure you got a college ready body, you know, cause a lot mm-hmm. of times that transition, that's, that's, that's huge. I mean, when you go in and you see a freshman or as opposed to somebody who's been there for a couple of years, you know, at this level, and, and, and that's more so at this level where you're going to see the big, big differences at the high majors, you know, those guys that are recruiting high majors and high major kids are coming in a lot of those kids are going to have some college-ready bodies. Mm-hmm. But the reality is there ain't too many kids just going high major like that. There's 300 and, I don't know, 50, whatever, Division One teams. And yeah. a lot of them are probably considered mid to low. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, so it, having, having a college-ready body, I think, is, is, is one of the most important things you can do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously try to, try to have a schedule because – like our schedule, you know, before the season started, I mean, we were on the track at 6.30 some days, running a mile. Then, you know, we're, we're lifting weights. Um, we're with our strength coach conditioning. And then, you know, we're on the court. Man. So having, having a schedule, you know, being able to, being able to work through a schedule, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and, and really understand that it, it's going to be a grind. You know, like if you can get through your own schedule and and like stick to it, though, you know, what I'm yeah. saying? like really like have a regimen that that you stick to. Yeah. It's, it's going to help you. It, it really will. Um, college ready body. Um, and then, you know, it, people don't want to talk about this stuff, but you got to develop some study habits because <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's that's the reality of it. Like, because at the end of the day, yeah, basketball is basketball. <laughs> but you've still got to be able to pass classes. You still yeah. got to be able to take it. And, and it's yeah. really, it's really test. Cause I, and, and I'm a, I'm, I'm a product of this. I, I know when I was in high school, I probably didn't study as much. And then I got yeah. to college and then I, I realized real quick, like, well, <laughs> X, Y, Z ain't going to really help me right now. So yeah. I got to figure this out. So I, I yeah. learned how to study. Now, the way mm-hmm. I studied, I was able to cram so mm-hmm. I could study the night before, be up all night for a test, study mm-hmm. for that test, and pass that test with flying colors. Not everybody's capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody's yeah. capable of doing that. So developing, like, a, being able to have a study habit. Yeah. And, and, and like, really, just, just don't think, all right, I'm going to college because of basketball. Yes, right. you are going to college because of basketball, but there is a huge piece in there where you do have to go to class and yeah. you do have two pads. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to be able to do that so you're ready. Because 
that part mentally screws up some freshmen too. Yeah. The overwhelming of the grades part and not being able to handle that and you're overwhelmed from that and it's, you know, affecting your performance on the court. No doubt. No you doubt. know, so you've got to be able to do all of those things. And I, again, even more important, just if, if college basketball is what you want to do, watch as many college basketball games as you can. Don't And don't just watch the high majors. Mm-hmm. Watch every single game you can. And while you're watching them, you, you try to figure out what's going on. You yeah. know, this guy, oh, screen, roll, he's tagging, he's living. Oh, what do they do? You know, how is this guy guarding the ball screen? Is he icing it? Is he hedging it? You know, you try to figure out, oh, oh I've seen that play, cross screen, down screen, America's play. Yeah. It, and the more you start to watch it, you start to see all the stuff. So you're coming in with a mind of that transition of learning you've already seen. So that learning curve isn't, isn't as big, you know, depending right. on where you went in high school, you know, yep. you know, so you try to watch it, but don't watch it just to be a fan. Don't watch yeah. it just because because you think my man Ben Charles is a beast. I mean, I think he's a beast too, but <laughs> watch, yeah. watch it so you can learn some stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. That's that's crazy. That's some real good, real good advice because a lot of us, I was guilty growing up of, shoot, who was in college back in the day? I don't know, like Greg Oden or Derek Rose or uh, just watching them because they were nice, but right. I wasn't watching them to to learn the game um so i think that's that's super important and another thing too it's funny the first two you said was get your body ready and come up with a schedule me and josh actually made a video for youtube yesterday basically said the same exact thing things that you should do right now to prepare for your freshman year and one of them we said was get your body ready eat right you know conditioning because Mm -hmm. shoot it's on another level man like it is, it's on another level when you get there. Um, and then the schedule thing too. And that's so, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The schedule thing too even is us, super important. You know, Go we're ahead. low, you know, low major, you know, but even our schedule is still hectic, trying to yeah. fit everything in. And and you know, the higher you go, the the more it probably is. Mm-hmm. You know, because and and the reason for that is because they have more resources. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so you. You just got to make sure you're prepared. And then you got to, you got to go in mentally, man. Mentally, you got, you you got to go in mentally understanding. Mm -hmm. This is going to be hard. This, this isn't easy. See, everybody wants, everybody wants it. Everybody Mm -hmm. sees it. And, and, and the reality, here's the reality of people watching college basketball or one, like there's, there's only 30 nights of, of like fun. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like fun, fun. I'm on TV. Like everybody watching me, check me out. Let's do this. You know, but the other, other, all kinds of the practices, the workouts, you know, for coaches, the recruitment, the phone calls, you know, you really have to love it. Yeah. You have to love it. That's that's what's going to make you successful. If you really love it, you don't do it. Just because you, you you're good at it or you think it's fun or yeah. do it because you love it and and yeah. when you love it everything everything else is easy everything else is easy when you when you break it down with numbers it's like man 
30 you know, nights. Man, 30 there's nights. Only 30, there's only 30 nights of games, man. Where, yeah. where let's turn up. Like, let's turn up. Like, let's get it. Let's do this. Yeah. And then the rest, and then the rest, don't nobody see. Don't, don't nobody see. Don't, don't nobody see that I, I, I stayed Mm-mm. up a whole night to finish the scout. Right. So, you know, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Right, that's, yeah. that's what nobody sees. So everything you gotta love behind it. Everything, everything behind, behind it. Man, yes, that's the, that's the real yeah. statement I heard in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> hey, genuine. That's me, man. Keep yeah. it real. Be genuine, and that's it. You know, ain't ain't no point in sugarcoating none. And that's mm-hmm. and that's why. I've I've had success in the recruiting trail and, and dealing with families and because and, and I've heard it from several you know just a genuine dude and that yeah. and I pride myself in that and I and I'll continue to do that for for the yeah. rest of my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um last thing on recruiting, I just want to know it's a fun question for me. What's the quickest way for somebody to get just crossed <laughs> off your list? For me, if I was to see you on the bench. Mm-hmm not celebrating something that everybody else was celebrating. Yeah. That, that to me would be for sure that, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's such a team game. It's Mm -hmm. such a team game. And, 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 and one negative energy could turn into a ripple effect. Now, does it always happen? No, but I'm a firm believer, you know, togetherness, you know, I want all my guys. I want everybody, you know, I want everybody together, man. So yeah. everybody, you know, you win together, you lose together. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's it. You know, you're you're in the locker room together after a loss. You're in the locker room together after a win. Same people. Yeah. And yeah. for me, if 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 somebody looks unhappy about their teammate's success, mm-hmm. that, that, that ain't that ain't it. That, yeah. For me, that ain't it. Uh, for some people, it might be, but for me, yeah. Yeah, it's a pass for you. Yeah. Red flag for sure. Yeah. Red flag for sure. That's something Coach Coach Wesley always talked about. He did. Was the bench energy. He did. He um, did. And I think sometimes he had like a camera on our bench. Um, he did. He did. <laughs> I know he did. Yeah. So uh, we, had, we had to be in our P's and Q's, bro. Like not yeah. just in the game, on a bench, mm-hmm. giving that energy. Um, talked about it all clapping. the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um, is that what practices are, are like for you? Do you, does your, you and your, like the coaching staff, do you guys harp on that like energy and, and bringing that? Bringing we that do, home? we do. And, and, and trying to get our guys to go and pick guys up when they're on the floor. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we're more, you know, let's get it done to yeah. get it done to. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to make sure I bring the energy. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's huge for me. Um, and then I think also, you know, you could, you could also recruit that too. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can definitely yeah. recruit some of that stuff sure. um, where you see guys who, who are naturally that, but at the end of the day, not everybody is the same, right. you, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because there are quiet leaders, Yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're definitely quiet leaders and, sure. and you know, and that's, and, yeah. yep. um, and that's, and that's, and that's, and that's coaching. You know, yeah. just just knowing who's what mm-hmm. and what's what. Yeah, for sure. So, 
Understanding, yeah. understanding communication, man. Verbal yeah. communication. Now, you know, I was a communication, public relations major. Yeah, is, is what I was. So communication, you know, that's always, always been my thing. Yeah, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. Um, I feel like that. That was me. I had to really, really learn when I got to the college level about you know bringing the energy, but doing it within myself. Um, because you know my brother. My brother's a borderline psycho when it comes to basketball. <laughs> so I thought I had to be him to be successful. But it took me probably about a year to really find, you know, my my lane and how I brought energy and how yeah. I led, especially as a point guard. So yeah. Yeah. Um for the viewers out there, me and my brother are like totally different players <laughs> and totally different people. So shout out to people. Both good dudes though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny that's a good that's a good point though not, not sure you're not talking about that energy you know when i when i go back and i think about some of the players that you know I, we both know that might have you know flamed out or yeah you know stopped playing that energy just they wasn't able to find it i just wasn't able to find it because it don't have to be like going crazy or you know rah rah or whatever but you got to be able to, you got to be able to bring something and yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a real good point. No doubt. Man. I'm like, I'm tapped out, bro. <laughs> I'm tapped out. <laughs> Man. Like, I, I'm, I'm answering it as we're going and everything's being talked about as we speak. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. for real. You know? <laughs> You yeah you you flowing bro you flowing <laughs> you flowing for real um really man I guess my last question um you mentioned you, obviously Godwin um and a couple other places you've been what were some of the you know the characteristics of these successful teams um that you've coached coaches and players toughness toughness man it was it was you know, if, if, if we were ever down in a game, you never felt like you were going to lose the game. And that's because mentally they were tough. You know what I'm saying? And when I talk about toughness, yeah, you're talking about toughness, you know, hitting some people too and, and being physical and having some physicality. But I'm also talking mental toughness. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mentally, you got to be able to, to, you know, go through adversity. Because in games, you know, realistically, there's a lot of highs and lows. You know, right. teams go on runs, you know, you go on runs, hey, you know, call timeout. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of highs and lows. And, and if, if mentally you break, you're going to, you know, you might lose the game. You know, right. I'm not going to say you lose the game every time because there may be times where, you know, you, you, somebody does break, but you can get it together. Yeah. You know, you can get it together. But I would say mental toughness, um, that's the biggest thing that I would take from, from all the successful teams, you know, that I've been a part of, um, just been, just been mentally tough <clears throat> to the point where going into the game, we thought we were going to win the game no matter what, Yeah. you know, and, and that, and that takes a lot to get to that point, you know, and those days, I, and those days I got one, I'm telling you, I mean, we won a lot of games, but they were, they was hard because it, yeah. it got to a point where it felt like everybody was against us. These refs were calling, you know? Man, yeah. Like, yeah. When, you, when you get the bullseye mm. on your back... Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was crazy. But yeah. it was fun. But those guys, you know what I'm saying, they, 
again, they were, they were so tough mentally, yeah. you know, and, and they were so connected and, and so together right. that, you know, it, it never mattered. I mean, you got to think we, we had some of the, we had some of the biggest crowds, you know, we were playing Catholic Central yeah. in front of Izzo and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like we have, yeah. we have some good, we have some legit games now. Right. Right. Sellouts like standing room only, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. and 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 I'm sitting here trying to think, trying to like, like those guys, and they they never really wavered. Like, mm-hmm. they they rise to the occasion all the time. They always rose. To, they loved it. They yeah. love 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 all eyes on them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And as crazy as it is, you you see all those games that we were part of. Like, I I don't even remember the fans. Yeah. Like like I'm I'm so locked into, you know, that ninety four foot square that right. you, you don't even you don't even really hear the fans like you think. Yeah, <laughs> like you should. It's insane. And obviously you guys play, you know, college, like mm-hmm. when when you're locked in, when you're dialed in, yeah, like you don't you don't even hear the fans. But yeah, now yeah. hey, I'll tell you what, they, they I'm at an HBCU now and they say mm-hmm. the fans here is crazy. So <laughs> Next time I'm on, I'll let you guys know if I hear anybody. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I want to touch on that um, mental toughness piece before we wrap up. Obviously, we knew the players at Godwin, and um, they probably had some of that naturally. But was there anything in the program that you implemented to help push them and grow that um, mental toughness? I think it was just our practices our practices were always a war, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was always, it was always competition, you know, it was always in your face, mm-hmm. you know, it was always competitive. So, you know, I guess at times they were losing within practice, but we weren't losing real games. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but the practices were so intense, so physical, uh, dive on the floor, get after each other. Um, it's, it's, and it's crazy. It sounds like I, I can't even remember any like like a fight or anything ever happening. Yeah. So you know, those kids understood what it meant to compete against each other, mm-hmm. and still love one another because at the end of the day, we all wear the same jersey. You know, yeah. we, we yeah. all wear the same jersey. Yeah. yeah. So I think our practices, you know, our, our practices were really really big in, and we were always in your face. You know, saying we were always picking up run and jump. You know, two two one. Uh, you know, trap from behind, and then we had the full court press on a jump, and we had a diamond one two one one. So we were always so aggressive. Um, we didn't really know how to turn those guys down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's right. how much that's how much they went. You know, and yeah, I, I guess you know I, I I don't I don't mind that. You know, I guess right. if I don't know how to turn you down because you don't, you know, not go hard, I'm I'm okay with that. You know, at least right. I know you're gonna go hard. So. No doubt. What's up, man? man? You got anything else, Jay? Nah, man. Cover everything. Everything, bro. <laughs> everything. Well, y'all just went through a, an entire class. For real. Coach Tommy over here, man. Um, but we, we appreciate you, man. Um, we know you're super busy um, in season yeah. and um, probably doing some recruiting on top of that and mm-hmm. making sure these cats go into class, all that. We know how the game goes. So Making sure um, they're getting back into their dorm room because they locked themselves out. Yeah. yeah. Goodness gracious. Goodness you gracious. know, that's, that's, that's the life we live, baby. The life, yeah. we live. <laughs> life of a coach, man. Um, yeah, no doubt, so, yeah, no doubt. As two former Hoopers, man, we, like, 
we appreciate you and what you do. Assistant coaches, man, really are what makes the program go. Um, Bro, you guys are doing oil. everything. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are doing everything behind the scenes from um, scout to making sure our minds are right to um, talking to us about life, whatever, whatever we need. You y'all feel that voice, so. Um, mm-hmm. just want to let you know that we see you, bro. Um, keep grinding. We're gonna keep, you know, watching. We're gonna have to have a part two one of these days too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, so, absolutely. Yeah. If anybody wants to hit me up, man, hit me up on my Twitter or uh, Instagram. You know, yeah. you can send me film. To feel free. I believe it or not, like I actually do look at film that kids send me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I I really do. Do I always reach back out? I don't because I'm crazy busy. But mm-hmm. I actually do look at film and the easiest way to do that is probably through my social media because nice. my emails are going buku with everything else yeah. that i gotta do yeah so hit hit coach tommy up man send that send that film um because he's going to look at it you heard it here on what are we missing yeah. i think that's a wrap man um yeah again, we appreciate you uh we thank you all for watching another episode of what are we missing until next time. Actually, man, before we go, make sure you like this episode, like the video, subscribe to our page, all that. Share. Subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Now we out. Until next time. Peace.